The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. The Friday Night Free Show has begun, begun, begun. Sirius XM Channel 159. We'll welcome our AM radio affiliates momentarily. We are absolutely freaking stacked uh, tonight. Like, honestly, like, if I, I couldn't even, like, tell you... Like, I couldn't get to everything that I wanted to talk about, even if, like, uh, whatever. Like, you figure, oh, you got three hours? No, we we got three hours. We're stacked. We got five guests tonight. Howard Balzer joins us. Howard Balzer joins us from Phoenix. We discuss the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals season uh, that's coming up. Mike Blewett steps up and in. We talk Pittsburgh Steelers football. It's football season. We talk uh, Pittsburgh Steelers football, over-under, quarterback battles, wide receivers, and more with Mike Blewett. Mike Blewett throws it down. What does Brent Beard joins us? Uh, Brett Beard, SEC, Heisman Trophy voter, First Coast News, steps up and in from Atlanta, SEC Media Week. We've got everything covered. Uh, we got Rob Vino from uh, Philadelphia, RobVinoSports.com. We handicap some overnight baseball numbers and talk some football with Rob. And we've got Tony Finn. Ooh, it's like an all-star cast tonight. We got five guests on the program. We have five guests, and you know, like basically, basically we've got one last segment later at the end of the program, which will bang off the F1, the UFC picks, and everything else in between. We've got breaking news uh, tonight from the National Hockey League: the Calgary Flames have traded Matthew Kachuk in a conditional fourth-round pick in 2025 to the Florida Panthers in a blockbuster deal. Holy sweet Maria, this was big. Jonathan Huberdo. So they they lose Johnny uh, Johnny Hockey, but they get Johnny Huberdo. Jonathan Huberdo. Uh, Mackenzie Weger, Cole uh, Schwint, and a conditional first-round pick. I did not realize there was a conditional aspect uh, to the first-round pick. Uh, Kachuk is going to sign an eight-year deal worth $9.5 million a year with the Florida Panthers, as evidently the basalt problem in the state of Florida is still going on. Say what? All right, Keith. Like this is one of these deals. Like you know, in a hockey in the summer kind of like gets me and stuff. But this summer, I got to be honest. Like every day, there's something like what the what what the hell? 
Like, not to mention, like, Hockey Canada is about to go down in flames right now. Uh, speaking of flames, pardon the pun. But, like, when you see the deal, like, you're like, really? Matthew Kachuk and a fourth-round pick for, for Johnny Hockey, and you, you're getting first-round picks. And we should, we, we should note that Johnny H., the new Johnny Hockey, Johnny H. is a free agent after this year. So are the Calgary Flames going to keep him? Probably not. Right, I you know, I think this is a stop the sky from falling type of deal for your season ticket holders. You see how it plays out, and then you potentially trade Huber, though, and you get more back after, right? But all things considering, the, they were up against it. They did very well. The late-night anger management class has begun. This is Sports Rage. I am RNC. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. We got a full house. Full house Friday. Football Friday. Less than two weeks away from the start of the National Football League preseason. Uh, we've got baseball to break down. We're doing it all. Tony Finn's going to step up and in from Area 51 in Las Vegas, Nevada. Tony Finn uh, joins us. He's the freak part of the Friday Night Freak Show as we kick it on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates on the Sports Grid radio networks. Armed Forces radio networks. Let's do this thing. So, yeah, Howard Balzer. So, like I said, we, let's let's uh, get started here. I got to talk really fast because we don't have a lot of time tonight, even though we got 180 minutes. The 100 minutes, 180 minutes goes by fast. So, Howard Balzer is going to join us from uh, from Phoenix. Howard Balzer, SI.com, longtime NFL uh, reporter and insider. Howard Balzer joins us. We'll talk about the Kyler Murray contract and the Arizona Cardinals moving forward. Training camps set to open. Some camps have opened. Uh, most camps are opening up uh, this week, this upcoming uh, week, less than two weeks away from the preseason. Mike Blewett. Mike uh, Blewett's great. Mike loves the NFL. Mike Blewett's like one of the big, uh, you know, uh, um, featured preeminent NFL guys right here on the grid. He always hosts, uh, you know, Sunday morning stuff. He's our guy in the suit, uh, Mike Blewett. So, yeah, Mike Blewett joins us. He's also a big Steeler fan. So, yeah, Mike Blewett steps up. And we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. They got a quarterback battle. Who's going to be the quarterback? Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season in 15 years as head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's right. He's never had a losing season. We should note he's had three eight and eights uh, before. Now you got a 17-game uh, schedule. We talk college football. Brent Beard joins us. It's been SEC Media Week. Uh, this week. Brett Beard's there. He joins us uh, from Atlanta uh, tonight. Rob Vino joins us from Philadelphia. Wagertalk.com, RobVinoSports.com. We handicap some overnight baseball. Tony Finn joins us. As I stated, we've got a full house uh, here uh, tonight. We got more guests. Well, I was going to say, we have as many guests tonight as the Red Sox scored runs. Sometimes you score five runs, and that's a good thing. Sometimes you score five runs, and you lose by 23 runs. That's right. The Blue Jays put 28 runs on the board. The late night anger management class has begun. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Marinci. It's the Friday Night Free Show. So, yeah, we really do have a full house here tonight. Mike Blewett from the Sports Grid Radio and Television Network said joins us. Howard Balzer from SI.com kicks it with us. Brent Beard from First Coast News, Heisman Trophy voter, SEC Media Week uh, joins us from Atlanta. Um, Rob Vino joins us from Rob Vino Sports. And um, Mr. Tony Finn bats leadoff this evening right now for our weekly Dodgers talk and Dodgers uh, stress job because the Dodgers always seem to be playing when you come on and it's 1-1 right now in the seventh inning. What's going on, Tony? I'm doing some work on college football, putting uh, finalizing my futures, my season win totals, looking over uh, Albert Einstein's uh, definition of insanity and, and just to remind me, don't do the same things over and over and expect different results. Don't continue to expect the Dodgers to be really good and to put in relieving and, and then not put in uh, AAA players or, or rehab guys trying to. But I had the under in the game yesterday, last night. Uh, this game was cruising along, and um, and of course, you know, I, I, I'm doing the same thing over and over. Gabe, I keep continuing to blame Dave Roberts for my my mistakes. Yeah, you blame you. So you, I, <laughs> yeah. I like though I like that you're psychologically admitting we're getting somewhere now. Okay. You just you just said the quiet part out loud. You're blaming your own personal failures in life on Dave Roberts. You're projecting your failures on Dave Roberts. Yeah, well, and, and, and it doesn't work. And let me backtrack too. I don't know if you misspoke. It's hot. It's the like end of the week. It's the middle of the summer. I've been misspeaking more. I've been stumbling a lot this week. I think it's the heat, but. Um, did I hear you say something about you keep waiting for the Dodgers not to be good or something like that? Like no, I, yeah, no, I keep waiting for yeah, no, I keep waiting for the Dodgers to just be good all the time. Um, that's what I keep waiting for them. They are thirty-one games over five hundred. They are, they are, but uh, but uh, how many games have they played? Ninety. Okay. Uh, <laughs> should be ninety-five games over five uh, over five hundred. Like you're like a crazy Yankee fan. You get mad. They should, they should have a better record. I love the Antonio, and it's I don't know what it is with the Dodgers. I think you guys just all hate them. But I think you know what it is. It's funny. What? The Dodgers last so the Dodgers last night blowed a five nothing lead, right? So you're cruising along. Don't worry, our boy the Reggie Reddick, Cam Stewart said he thought of me, and Cam like said he was tossing and turning, he couldn't sleep. 
because he had the Giants and the Dodgers. They come back and then the Dodgers. He's like, why do Mookie Betts have to hit a three-run home run? Why? why he's like, effing Dodgers, right? So, so last night the Dodgers blow the lead, and I see people in our chat and I see people on Twitter. Dodgers suck. Their bullpen sucks. Uh, then they come back and win. I see the Houston the Houston Astros have a big lead against the Yankees. They blow the lead. They win the game. I see after the game, man, the Astros are a dangerous team. <laughs> I love the perception and the difference of the two. It's like, you know, the Astros just blew a five-run lead too, right? You know, it's a 162-game season. Let's just call it out for what it is. You, you're like Skip Bayless with LeBron James, bro. Well, that, that's you. you. Know you're like that with Dave Roberts. You're obsessed with the guy. <laughs> um, well, that alone should it should. It should inspire me to make some changes because the last person I want to be compared to or mention the same sentence with is Kip Bayless. There you go. Okay, I was gonna. Yeah, I, I know. I didn't mean to you? insult you like that. I didn't. I didn't mean to get personal like that. I'm sorry. You can't insult me. It's, it's difficult to insult. Well, that was pretty bad, right? You didn't like the. You've never been upset before. It's the first time. Oh, Skip Bayless. Yeah, right. 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 Let's see. You know, mention the word Dodgers and Dave Roberts. Yeah, I'm just saying you're dancing into that territory right now. I'm just warning you. I'm giving you a heads up. One-one uh, in the top of the seven. David Price on the hill here right now. I'm not. On, I'm not in this room. I'm not in that room tonight. I. Uh, I was, you know, I've told you a little bit about uh, uh, the Fin Factor, um, Fin Factor streamers. That I, if I find a game that I'll play, and I play it multiple times, I play a couple units, money line, minus one and a half, or minus two, minus three, because uh, the game sets up to be one-sided. And obviously, you and I will assess games on a nightly basis, and, and we, what we assess and what we find to be the most probable result doesn't always work that way. But when it works, it pays. And, and tonight, tonight, my team was the, was the Blue Jays because of Evalde mostly. But it was my Blue Jays, and I had them money line minus one and a half, minus two. That results in, you know, picking about, if you're betting two, I'm playing two units, I pick up about almost nine units on, on, on that play because I have two dog plays, you know, the minus one and a half and the minus two. Nice. Very nice work, by the way. Toronto. 20. How many runs? 100 runs tonight? Ridiculous, right? Yeah, they put a um, 280 runs. Yeah. <laughs> 280. <laughs> they set a record. Two, 280. There's <laughs> uh, <laughs> run differential and why it's so important, right? There you go. Uh, absolutely. No, but 28, 28 5. All kidding aside, yeah. guys. 28 5 yeah. was the yeah. final score. And. Wow! Like, well, and look, how about that? that? Like, wow! Just, like, and how about this, guys? The Red Sox have a minus forty-seven run differential over the last three games, <laughs> the worst over a three-game span in the modern era since nineteen hundred. It's yeah. the fourth worst run differential in Major League Baseball history, and worse since the Louisville uh, in Louisville in 1894. Like, so, if wow. you weren't, if you were not related, or at least. If you weren't living in the same folder, same category, same container as maybe Obama and uh, maybe our vice president right now, I would put you, I would ask that you be nominated to be our next president because you were smart enough to sell that Boston future. You told me last week. So, and I believe that that probably is going to turn out to be um, free money for you. That's my opinion. I still don't understand the last part. Why not? Like, what this, that the segue well, was into. Like. Well, because, well, I'm saying, that, uh, how else are you going to try to, I would make you as a CEO. I said you should be the CEO of Sports Grid. That's, that was good business. 
on your part, I think. I think about that all the time. Every time I see Boston start melting down, especially the bullpen, especially what happens tonight, they started an Evalde that, that was not healthy. He hasn't been healthy. His velocity was down last his, his first start coming off that injury. Gabe, uh, where he went 4-1. I think he went 4.1 innings, uh, gave up six hits, three runs. Uh, he really got hit hard. Uh, 50% of every ball in play is hard hit. That's that's uh, that's the formula for uh, for a big, big margin uh, a loss. That you saw tonight. You saw tonight. He was gone after what 2.2 innings and and uh, gave up a ton of runs and a ton of hit hard hit balls. So. Well, I sold the Boston Red Sox, not so much out of the fact that I thought they were about to, um, not so much that I thought they were about to fade, because I can't, I can't honestly tell people, oh, I, I saw it coming this way. Yeah. Yeah. I have seen it now. <laughs> I've seen it, you know what I mean? No, I've, I saw it, you know, after the fact, I was glad I did. I just did it because I doubled my money. Yeah. And I figured, well, I already doubled the money, so why do I need to wait another another eight weeks or 12 weeks just to get a couple extra bucks, but it just worked out. So I wouldn't say it was my brilliance. Good, good. I would just say it was really my impatience, actually, that actually uh, saved uh, me. Uh, well, you know, that can, yeah, that can backfire. Well, okay, I'll buy that. Uh, I'll accept that, but, but you know, sale, for instance, there's a, this, this, this team is, really, they didn't spend any money off season. We know that. Gabe, they did not they did not build this team that they have on the field right now uh, to be a contender, or they would have done a lot of things differently in the offseason that they, they just didn't do. So there you go. Well, they were they were somewhat overachieving a bit early, yet you, you're never as bad. Like, it doesn't really – I know it sounds cliche, but it doesn't really matter if you lose 8-5 or 28-5, right? No. They've been lit up the last couple of games. It's a longer season. Uh, there's still a lot of baseball left. But it's the fact is they don't control what the other teams around them are going to do. Well, not unless they're playing them. Yeah, but they don't. They can't control what. Uh, yeah, they can't control Seattle. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm just saying you've got you've got three spots. And look, I don't think the Red Sox are making the playoffs. I said I, this I, last week after yeah. when it's all said and done. I'm buying into Seattle, but Seattle needs to get through this week uh, with with Houston and not you know make sure it's not a disaster. They're losing right now, but I don't think the Red Sox are going to make the playoffs when it's all said and done. So it kind of sucks because I told people not everyone might have cashed out. Right. <laughs> well, it makes sense that you, everything you, everything we talked about a month ago, why you did what you did, why you pushed in on that, on that sport future. Well, it was good trading. More on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moranzi. 1-1 San Francisco and Los Angeles right now. Bottom of the seventh inning. Uh, Mookie Betts coming to the plate right now. Big home run last night. 21 home runs on the season. He's two for three tonight. He's starting to heat up uh, right now. Only hitting 269 on the season, uh, but having a great year. He's actually got exactly 50 RBIs uh, right now, and he's the number. It's uh, the number 50. Let's break through though and uh, make it 51 here. We've got a piece of the Dodgers to close out a parlay. And for those of you, let me just check something right now. We will get some baseball picks from Tony here. Tony Finn with us, but. Um, let me see if FanDuel. FanDuel was pretty smart, actually. And they were smart enough to uh, to take down take down the uh, the Sunday night CFL game. Let's see if they put it back up yet. No, they've got it locked. Let me check elsewhere here right now. But basically, it's just been announced. We told you guys all the, throughout the week. Just jump on the Argos if you can. Yeah, listen, there's other places right now. FanDuel are smart. FanDuel actually have this thing locked. A lot of places don't. So the Toronto Argonauts right now, guys, are plus one. Yes, it's a road game against Saskatchewan, but breaking news is that um, they don't have any quarterbacks. Their quarterbacks are hurt and or have COVID. So they got a dude that's never played in the CFL before. It's his first ever start. Yeah, he's been around a little bit, but he played at Central Connecticut State, so it's not like a blue blooder. Jake Dol- uh, Dolgala will be starting for Saskatchewan. Jump on the Argos, put them in parlays, or you know what I mean, whatever you can do and figure it out. But there's your breaking news. We'll get back to that after. So, Tony, um, yeah. overnight uh, baseball uh, right now. How do you think the Phillies respond? Will the Phillies respond tomorrow? Will the Blue Jays respond uh, tomorrow? What do you think about the overnight card? Well, I like the overnight card. I don't like a, I don't like an abundance of games, but I do like there's three games in particular I, I'm fond of. Much of it had to do with tonight with this Houston game, which you mentioned, Seattle, and the fact that you like Seattle to be a playoff team, maybe more so than Boston. Uh, we talked about it last week as their schedule is beneficial. The, the league there, or the division they play in, fairly soft outside of Houston, of course. And I wanted Houston, I wanted your liquidity to pitch deep tonight because uh, after the doubleheader yesterday and using um, a couple of their big, at least their, their high leverage relievers, uh, I wanted uh, I wanted them to be fresh in case um, in case I wanted to push in big on Verlander tomorrow. Listen, Gilbert, good young pitcher for Seattle, but gives us so much hard contact. And against a team that puts the bat on the ball like Houston, uh, it's a it's a, it's not it's it's not favorable for Seattle even at home. And Verlander at buck thirty five, uh, buck thirty, buck thirty five um, should should make you do some due diligence. Uh, a game. First off, I thought he should be much. Uh, I thought he should be a buck sixty, buck sixty five, even maybe buck seventy. And at this price, I think he's a steal. It's one forty six now. Just for the record, I'm saying one one forty six. 
Yeah, I'm showing my live, uh, well, depends on where you're looking on. I think I know where you're looking, but um, there's several books you can get a little less be- better than that. They, they may not stay that way by the time we're off the air, but there you go. I, I think, listen, Toronto's a play on for me uh, moving forward for several reasons, as long as they're healthy. Um, tomorrow, Manoa against Crawford is a no-brainer. This is another game. It's just another game, Gabe, where I'm finding a, let me see, I don't want you to get this online, but I just think this is another 20 or 30 cents short of what I thought it would be. So I'll dig a little deeper before I push in. But but Toronto was unfortunate. I mean, if you look at their numbers, Gabe, they runners in scoring position, um, they were dismal. At the start of the season, they, they got pretty good there in June. And then in July, they kind of faltered again. They, they closed strong. But it's a team also that played, what, I think they played 20 games in 14, 15 days, 16 days there at the end of July into the All-Star break. And they were gassed. They were gassed, although they did pretty well. And I think that break is exactly what they needed. And then moving forward against teams like Boston, who, as you mentioned, have overachieved to some degree or hurting as far as starting pitching and bullpen goes, Perfect situation. Houston with Verlander tomorrow, Manoa with Toronto, and possibly listen. The outside plays here is, is that I like. Uh, I I, I want to mention that I like Singer over Tampa Bay, and it's in the the line in that game, Kansas City. I won't play on teams like Kansas City very often, simply because uh, you don't know what you're getting. You do not what you're getting, and, and I think we'll see a lot of that uh, in the next few months. We're going to see a lot of teams. Um, tanking or or continuing to tank, one of them being Oakland. So, I mean, tonight we're not right now. I'm watching this Texas Rangers game that Oakland had a five-one lead, five-two um, lead going into the top of the ninth. They've already given up two runs. They got runners on first and second. Rangers do with two outs, and and Oakland's trying to find another way to lose. You mentioned the Toronto Blue Jays. Look, yeah. last year there's going to be people who are going to say, "Oh, look, the managerial change." I was seeing it on Twitter tonight. And online, oh look, you know, look, their, their offense is coming alive. Should know, right? They play Kansas City going into the break, um, and they didn't have ten guys due to the vaccine. You know, so they played it. Yeah, they, they played the <laughs> Omaha Storm Chasers essentially right. going right. into the All Star break. And Boston, I don't know what Boston's deal is. They're just getting lit up now. They got murdered in the last two games going into the All Star break, and they got killed tonight. But as far as the Blue Jays are concerned, the Blue Jays, you know, they're. They're a type of team where they need to, like, one thing I'll agree, I didn't think that they needed to fire Montoya when they did. Uh, Montoya. Uh, I don't think they needed to do what they did. But at the same point in time, I understand why they wanted to change. There was a lack of discipline and at least sort of intensity uh, with the team. You know, this is year three with these guys right now. There's got to be more than just, you know, high fives and home run jackets and, hey, we have a lot of fun and stuff. They got to get a little bit more serious. And I've noticed a little bit more of an edge with them. They had sort of an edge earlier tonight, you could see. But they look, last year, guys, the Jays went 46 and 29 in the second half. It was a 6 13 winning percentage. It was the third best record in the American League after the All Star break. So, point is, I would expect the Jays to end strong again, Tony. Some teams, I agree. you know, play above their heads uh, sort of earlier in the first half of the season. And then some teams get stronger. I think the Blue Jays will get get stronger as the second half goes on. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't argue that a bit. I, I agree, especially especially when 162 games and uh, and a seemingly a million outs and at bats, et cetera, et cetera. Positive regression, negative regression. If you if you buy into those, and I do, uh, you know, all things that go around come around. And for the most part, this is a really talented team, especially offensively, and not scoring the runs early in the season because of leaving going going one for nine, one for twelve with runs in scoring position. Uh, it will it, it will 
it'll all come right back around, and, and they will do what they did tonight several more times the rest of the season. They may not score 25 runs, but you know what I mean. They're going to score 10 runs. There are going to be plenty of times this team is going to light up the scoreboard. It looks like Baltimore. Baltimore got all they can handle from Tampa. Uh, going into the break. Now they got to deal with the Yankees. So they lose tonight. They lose 7-6, but they do their thing on the run line. And I was smart enough. This was a piece of smart betting that I did tonight and not taking the Orioles to win the game. But to say, you know what? I'm getting these guys at um, plus 1.5, minus 120. I'm going to go with the run line. And, you know, it's not hockey, so, you know, one run doesn't always come into play, but it does work with the, with the Orioles. It's amazing. They're the best run-line team in Major League Baseball, and they fought back to end up losing by one. But I think Baltimore's sort of mega run has come to an end here. You know, we saw it against Tampa where they were on the wrong end of these one-run games for the most part. Now with the Yankees right now. It's a big, this is a big weekend for a lot of teams, Tony. If you look at a lot of these series, it's like, it, you know, it's a lot of rivals playing and teams that are sort of right there. Like, put it this way, like if the Blue Jays are able to sweep the Red Sox, the Red Sox are going to be a lot of trouble suddenly. You know, like they'll yeah. suddenly be like five back in a wild card, and there's a big difference between being one and five back, Tony. This is a big, big weekend for a lot of teams. It, I agree 100%. And what you said about Baltimore and the – I'm not a big plus one and a half. or run, But I, I – and I send – Neither am I. Yeah, I, I do a – my power rankings, my MLB power rankings column that I do isn't based on who I think the best team is. It's based on who I think the best team to bet on is. And Baltimore was, the, was number three, three on my list uh, this week and uh, could have easily been number one. They weren't number one for several reasons, but, uh, but yeah, listen, there's, there's teams that have just been good. Again, and another team that falls in the category, people will be surprised, but the Arizona Diamondbacks have been really, really good on the run line. Yep. They've been, and, and most people don't even realize it because if they're playing the Diamondbacks, they're usually uh, playing against them. Let's put it that way. Well, the, you know what? If the, the top teams that are really a significant profit on the run line, Baltimore are number one in the league, 64.1% clip, guys. It's a solid number. Um, you know, a solid number, 59 and 33. Um, now 660 and 33 now. So 60 and 33, that's unbelievable, man, on the run line. The Dodgers, 54 and 37. And you know what's incredible about that is it's amazing that Baltimore – they're always underdogs if they find a way to cover. And then the Dodgers, the Dodgers have only been um, – the Dodgers have been dogs twice all year only. So they've been favorites all the time. They're 54-37 and 37 on the run line. And another one, the Texas Rangers, very good on the run line at a 58.2% clip at 53-38. Uh, and 38. And then you get uh, Arizona, as Tony just mentioned. They've covered 56.5% of the time on the run line uh, this year. Very impressive number right there. I agree. And the, you know, Hold on, Tony. We've got, we've got 30 seconds. So um, okay, best bet on the way out for everybody. What do you got? Okay, yeah. I'm going Verlander because of what he's going to be, what he's done. And secondly, I think Manoa and the Blue Jays, both of those short money playing both, playing hard. All right, good luck with the keynote tonight, Tony. Thank you, buddy. Love you. Mike Blewett joins us next. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. show continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. It's been too long since the man that joins us uh, right now steps up and ends the calm before uh, the storm. The National Football League precedes it is now less than two weeks away. Camps have opened and are starting to open. Uh, the ones that haven't uh, will in the coming days. Mike Blewett, Sports Grid Radio and Television Network, steps up. And then, Mike, it's always a pleasure, my man. How are you doing tonight? Great. I hope your summer's going well. Excited to talk through what is uh, the season that is upon us shortly. Well, it is uh, upon us uh, right now. And uh, Mike is a uh, Pittsburgh Steeler guy. He's an everything guy, but he's he's a Pittsburgh Steeler guy. Yeah. Uh, let's talk there. about the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, storyline. So, obviously, the biggest story uh, line of the Steelers camp is the quarterback uh, competition between Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. How do you think this plays out, uh, Mike Blewett? So, I think it is wide open. I think there's no reason to promise a job to either one of them, and I think you go with who's ever playing the best. All things have to be considered, though, in that the Steelers' offensive line ranked 30th through pro football focus grading last year. So as bad as Ben was, it was made worse by the fact that the offensive line wasn't any good. They gave the ball to Najee Harris a lot. I think you can expect that to happen. That said, I expect slight improvement on the offensive line play. Is it good enough to put a rookie quarterback in week one under center? I don't think the Steelers are scared to do it. Technically, they didn't do it with Ben. It was Tommy Maddox that started Ben's rookie season. Uh, I don't think they're against it. I just think at that this moment, if I had to make a call, I think Mitch Trubisky might be in a better position to start week one. Uh, but I would say, again, I think I've said this number before. I'm probably leaning 55-45. Mitch, slight lean to Mitch. Listen, if you're going to talk about Tommy Maddox on this show, make sure to put some respect on his name. XFL champion. That's right. XFL champion, uh, Tommy Maddox. Let me ask you, you know the Steel organization well. As you just stated, I do believe oftentimes you'll hear, well, it's a competition, and it really isn't a competition. The decision has already been made. I do believe it's a competition, but most teams and most people would say, well, they drafted a quarterback in the first round, and that quarterback is nearly 25 years old Mm. already. So if he's not ready to play now, when is he going going to be uh, ready to play But I get the feeling that Coach Tomlin really would just play the best guy, right? 
I think he, so. He wouldn't say, well, you know, it's not my problem. You guys took this guy in the first round, right? My thing is to try right. to win football games, and I can't win football games with this kid, so it's your fault you took him, not mine. And I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I do believe that if if Pickett isn't ready, Tomlin's not going to play him, right? I totally agree. I I think Mike Tomlin, if he, for whatever anybody out there thinks about him, I think he is – stood his ground on one thing, and that's accountability. I don't think he makes a lot of excuses. I think he has expectations for players. And if Mitch ends up being the better guy, I think he he plays Mitch to start the season. Doesn't mean Mitch hangs on to the job. If you ask me right now, I think the Steelers could have a little bit of a bumpy flight to start the season, and it wouldn't surprise me if you see Pickett slot in there a few weeks into the season. As you said, a lot of times there are uh, predetermined decisions about who is actually going to play. Uh, it, it was no, not a secret that Trevor Lawrence was going to start last year. This, the Patriots thing ended up turning over in the middle of the summer. Remember, it went from Cam to Mac Jones last year, but Trey Lance sat the whole year. Nobody even knew who Davis Mills was at this point a year ago. I think there are three true battles this year in Pittsburgh, as of, as of right now, Seattle, and in Carolina, uh, we we expect Baker to win that one. But I think if Sam really outplayed him, they'd play Sam again, as discouraging as that might be. But I think there's three true battles right now in Pittsburgh. I lean towards Mitch, but I think Pickett's got a shot to overtake him. Uh, Mike Blewett uh, with us. I remember years ago, guys, we had Kyle Turley on the show when he was with the Kansas City Chiefs. And there was a quarterback, you know, quote, battle uh, going on. And Casey Printer signed as a free agent. And uh, they had Hoard uh, um, printers, and they drafted Brody Coyle, right, if you remember. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I asked uh, Kyle, I said, how's the quarterback battle going at camp? And uh, he said, oh, Casey Printers is by far the best quarterback. He said, like, he's he's just, like, he's killing it. Like, he's way better than everybody else. <laughs> and uh, I said, really? Huh? And he goes, yeah, it's too bad he doesn't have a hope in hell in playing. And I don't like putting words in people's mouths, but the story was that Coach Herm Edwards told him, Listen, if it was up to me, he'd be the quarterback, but it's not. <laughs> like he basically told them and cut to the chase. They said, they said, Brody's got to play, bro. The GM took him. Brody crawled. They said, hey, even though he's terrible. Like, Those were dark days in Kansas. They basically knew, like, yeah, we got to play this guy even though he's bad, and then everyone will know he's bad, and we can move on. But we got to get through this process first. You imagine from what they used to have, Mike, to now people forget, like, the Brody Croyles and the Brock or Damon Hewards of the world. I don't even know which one it was. I forget. Yeah, they had a they had a Kyle Orton. I think feel like they had a Kyle Orton spell in there. That was like, that was like, was that post-Matt Castle after you gave Matt Castle the yes, big deal? Yes. That fell apart. Yes. And then they devolved into a terrible team. Until it is scrub, Andy yes, scrubland. Okay, so um, whoever the quarterback is, we always, you know, we always hear the Tomlin talk often over the years. We got to go back to what the Steelers are. We got to go back to what we were, which is you know supposedly running the football. Yeah. You talked about Harris earlier, but let's talk about the wide receiver uh, core here with Pittsburgh because it's a pretty young one, isn't it? Led yeah. by Claypool uh, right now. Some people think that uh, George Pickens is the steal of the draft. How do you? What's your comfort level? What's your take on the on the wide receiver position? Yeah, I think people will uh, constantly talk themselves into the fact that one team is better than the others at a certain thing. One organization is better than the others. Oh, this team drafts this position really well. Uh, this team does isn't so good at this other position. And the Steelers, even though I don't, I'm not married to this thought. 
have been very successful drafting wide receivers, right? Mike Wallace, Antonio Brown, Manny Sanders, these guys that we have right now, Deontay Johnson, and and more. Uh, I think Pickens has some real ability. We haven't been able to see much of it for the last year because of an injury, and there were there was some thought that maybe he wasn't working his way back as quickly as he could. But when you're basing your entire future on an NFL career, I, I, I don't really criticize guys for taking it the pro- rehab process slowly. Uh, I think there's some frustration around Claypool in that he's got a ton of size and ability, but he hasn't been able to catch balls at the rate they want him to catch or do anything dynamic with it. Deontay Johnson caught over 100 balls last year. The Johnson's the guy that we don't talk about. You're exactly yeah. right. I think yeah. I think with Claypool, I think there's a maturity issue. You know what I mean? That would not surprise me at no, all. I'm just saying, you know, like you said, the, the 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 full production isn't there, but then when he makes a play, you know, we could talk about this and, you know, this penalty and that penalty. His social media, you know, patterns wasn't like, hey, you know what? They were a good football team. You know, he went online. They're going to get their ass handed to them anyways by the Chiefs. They're no good. Yeah. Right? Like they talk about the Browns. It's like, bro, you just lost to them. Yeah. Right? Like he's sort of just, he's had a bad attitude. I don't, I don't know. Deontay um, Johnson's 107 for 1361 and nine touchdowns last year. He's that a is top guy? five in all three of those categories, uh, excuse me, in both receptions and yardage. The Steelers obviously like him a lot. They're not going to change the offense. It'll be ball control passing and slamming Najee into the line of scrimmage as many times as they can a game. It's not encouraging, but perhaps Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator, can open things up a little bit from where he was a year ago. I just don't think they make huge strides offensively. It's the one thing that you can talk about the Steelers. They're baffling play calling and offensive coordinators over the years. Uh, if there's like Tomlin's been so consistent, but he's consistently had bad OCs. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong with that? No. They, Gabe, since they won the since they lost in the Super Bowl to the Packers. In in twenty in the twenty ten how many guys have they had years ago? They have three playoff wins. Yeah. That's it. The the quarterbacks they beat were Matt Moore in Miami because Ryan Tannehill was hurt. They beat AJ McCarron because wow. Andy Dalton yeah, got hurt that one, yeah. in that crazy end of the game double personal foul on the Bengals. And they beat uh, the third one is Alex Smith. They beat on the road when they kicked six field goals and didn't score a touchdown. They've lost to Tim Tebow. They've lost to Blake Bortles. They've lost home games uh, over and over again. So this playoff success has not been there as consistent as they have been. Uh, we got a couple of minutes left, uh, Mike. So in 15 seasons, as head coach at the Pittsburgh Steelers, been well-documented. The coach Tomlin's never had a losing record uh, before. But it also should be noted he's finished 8-8 eight eight three times. Yep. So he has finished 8-8 eight eight, uh, three times. This year's win total is set at 7.5. Of course, 17-game schedule uh, now. So he doesn't even have to have a winning record to win this bet. Is this an eight-win team? Is it a nine-win team? Double digits might be asking too much. What's your opinion on their win total at seven and a half? I think it's a pretty sharp number, but I I would lean slightly over. But I've also said recently on social media, I would stay away from this. I think the schedule is pretty tough. 
it is really difficult, Gabe, to go into a season on a futures bet where we think there could be a quarterback change during the year and feel confident about that team going over. I think their defense is still being overshadowed by how bad the offense is. That defense was good enough to nearly win 10 games last year. They went 9-7-1 and and made the playoffs. I think they have a dominant defense at times, but the offense lacks any dynamic playmaking outside of Deontay Johnson uh, catching a lot of balls. They have to, their road schedule is at Cincy, at Cleveland, at Buffalo, at Miami, at Philly, at Indy, and at Baltimore. Their seven or their nine road games are not easy games. So I think you have to take that into account, considering they also play Tampa, New Orleans, uh, and Vegas in there as well. A lot of, a lot of playoff teams from a year ago appear on their schedule. It's not like anybody really ever has an you know easy NFL uh, schedule, but I got to tell you, man, the Pittsburgh Steelers just on a weekly basis, like this thing is a grind. It is, and to start the season with a new quarterback, no matter who it is, Steelers open up the season in Cincinnati, then they host New England, then they go to Cleveland, they host the Jets. Okay, you get a little bit of a breather. You think, okay, that's the good news. Bad news is you go to Buffalo after that. Then you got Tom Brady and the Bucks. Uh, you've got uh, the Miami Dolphins who are loaded, the Philadelphia Eagles, the New Orleans Saints, the Bengals, the Colts. Uh, so we got a Falcon game. I don't know. I'm seeing the Falcons. In other words, the Falcons, Panthers, and Jets, Mike. Other than that, like, yeah. it's off schedule, bro. I mean, they could if they came if they went into the bye week at three and five, you wouldn't feel that badly about it. I'm you not wouldn't. sure they. Yeah, I know. And I'm not, I'm not sure, sure that they can get there. <laughs> That's why I think they can scrape out eight wins. And I, but I think finally. Uh, I think this is a team that's probably just outside the playoffs looking in. They are interesting odds because they're long at plus 330 on FanDuel. Uh, but I, I think that you'd probably want to combine that with an anchor and a parlay where you have the Bills making the playoffs and then the Steelers, that's plus 417. And if they both get in, you have a nice payout. Mike, we've got about a minute left uh, here. Are there any other futures, win totals, divisional odds, or anything else that caught your eye, or have you put anything in, or you're about to put something in? I got a few things in. I have been bullish on the Colts. I think uh, I've, I've moved. The market has moved and passed me, but I have good positions on the Colts already. I think you lock them in to win the division. I like the Colts over. I think they'll play. I think that everything is there for this team to be successful. Uh, can they win the conference and the Super Bowl? I think those are long shots, but one that I'm willing to make, in addition to the fact that I think a lot of people on this network have talked about the Raiders being really interesting long shots uh, for some divisional and conference bets, as well as MVP, Coach of the Year. I think that there's a path for you to win with the Raiders, even though it's obviously longer odds. What you want more NFL football talk? Keep it locked in right here on the grid and all of our AM our radio affiliates. Mike will be part of the coverage all season long. Mike, it's great to catch up with you, my man. Thanks, Always buddy. a pleasure. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Yeah, let's roll. All right, Dodgers with the bases loaded right now. Bellinger is up at the plate. There are two out. He's 0 for 3. Hitting 206 on the season. He has come up with a couple of timely hits, and this would be one of them uh, right now. It's been an extra long inning here where nothing comes easy. Dodgers, Giants, nothing's ever going to come easy. But the Dodgers, like, they drilled one down the first baseline, but it didn't get into the outfield, so then it was first and third. Like I said, this this, this uh, inning has been going on for a long time. It's 1-1. Thanks to Mike Blewett for joining us. And uh, talking Pittsburgh Steeler football. So as we stated, uh, Mike Tomlin, 15 years as head coach of the Steelers. Never had a losing season before, which is incredible. It's a record. Never had a losing season before. And... Um, he has been eight and eight three times. He can't be eight and eight anymore, but if they went eight and nine, that would still win the bet at seven and a half. When I look at this division, you know, I think Cincinnati are good. I think Cincinnati are gonna be good, good. I think Baltimore can be good, but Baltimore Baltimore are fragile. Right? Like Baltimore, you know, like if somebody goes down, people get hurt, then suddenly, you know, Baltimore have issues. Baltimore will lie. Like, there's a lot of ifs when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens. If this happens and if that guy stays healthy and if it, if this, this and that. I'm just saying, like, the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, to me, you know, are they the third of Deshaun Watson is suspended, et cetera? Are they, you know, are they the worst team in the, in the division? Probably still. They're right there, but it doesn't mean they're going to only win six games this year. As far as the quarterback battle is concerned, I don't think Tomlin, I don't think the Steelers are the type of organization that would force a player to play if they didn't think they could win. You know what I mean? Like some organizations would be like, listen, you know, we took the key, we took them, you got to play them. Right? Like, yeah, we drafted them. If Pickett doesn't beat out Trubisky, I think Trubisky will play, and I don't think he's going to beat out Trubisky, and oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Grand Slam! Boom! Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.